fumbling into the end zone of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, uh, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman. Episode 165. Yowza. How are we? Well, all right, guys. Feel good. Oh, great, 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 great. So, oh, just start eating. Got some pretzels over here. Starting right off. Carbolode. With Mm. the full mouth. Great. Love it. Turned into a mukbang podcast. How's everybody else's week going? Not as salty as yours. My tea is high. I drank some coffee earlier. I got me a, a banquet beer, khaki here. I feel you, pretty good. You went full, fully leaded? Full leaded. Oh, always full lead. Really? This time mm-hmm. of night? In this economy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, granted, it was a couple hours ago, but, you know, I'm <laughs> a night owl. I guess. Yeah. I ain't got no kids to get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's the secret. The, the, the thing they don't tell you about kids is, like, you can put them to bed early, and then they'll get up early, but then you can put them to bed late, and they'll still get up early. They get yep. up, yeah. That I don't understand that. I don't get it. I remember, I remember being a kid like that, I, I, and I look back on it now. Like, I get up at 6 o'clock on Saturdays, let the cat out, it'd be caterwauling, turn on the cartoons, and... I remember my parents always kind of being bent out of shape on Saturday mornings, and I didn't get it until I became an adult. I blew their weekend out early. Yep. <laughs> right, off the, right off the jump. Their, your weekend is a blown up. Roddy, I don't know if you, guys, if you say this from time to time, but like, I'm not trying to rush through the kids' childhood, but sometimes I do turn to my wife and say, it's going to be nice when like, they're old enough that I don't feel like I have to get up and make them breakfast and do all these things for them on the weekends where it's like they can get up and do their own thing or maybe they sleep till 11 a.m. Yeah, the high school era. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's not going to be... That's not going to be terrible. Here's the rub. By the time they're that old, you're going to have to get up two or three times in the night to take a leak, so you're going to be up anyway. Yes. (laughs) When my prostate's the size of a a lime. A tennis ball. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are going to be up anyway. You're doomed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and by that point, we'll have replicators anyway, so they'll be able to make their own food. Oh, oh, Earl Grey hot. I'm I'm right. here for that. <laughs> Earl Grey, shaken, not stirred. Is that the line? <laughs> that's a, that's a, from Star Wars? Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But kids are great. I We actually, uh, our littlest, our eight-week-old, uh, got through the almost the entire night last night from like oh, 930 nice. to 5. Yeah, it was nice. It was great. He was screaming at 5 o'clock, and I was like, what could he possibly need? And my wife said, well, he hasn't been awake all night. And then I thought, that's good. Also, I just assumed I didn't wake up the first time. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not, not a great look. <laughs> yeah. Well, busted, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pros and cons, I oh, guess. Man. Anyway. Now do you look like you're about ready to say something. I was just going to ask if you guys have been watching any sports lately. Uh, I have, yes. No. As as I am wont to do. Yes. Is it it something you'd like to talk about? Well, thanks for joining us tonight on our... On our sports podcast, I, I see I'm being nudged in the direction of getting this thing going, seeing that it's almost midnight when we finally started recording. This, this isn't thing. a parenting podcast. <laughs> yes. There's plenty of those. Yeah, yeah but, but not like this. Nope. Parenting, apparently. <laughs> parenting and sandwiches. There you what go. What do you got? If you would be so kind, if you're listening out there, to go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button, we would love it. And go ahead and rate us. Go ahead and tell a friend. Reach out and tell a friend. This is what we do every week, every Thursday. You're going to get these uh, wonderful sports and parenting insights, perhaps even a little bit of sandwich talk. Hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Uh, well, I know that one of the games, Reed, that you watched was what's being called the Game of the Century. Is it really <laughs> being called the... 
<laughs> yeah, you can yes. do that because you don't have three kids in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Did that for you, Snoop. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My neighbor's lights just came on, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yes, that's right. Notre Dame, Clemson. Notre Dame, 47, Clemson, 40 in double overtime uh, in beautiful Ooh. South Bend. P- population, I don't know, 90,000, 11,000 people in the stands. And super spreader. 2,500 of them decided to make it down to the field, <laughs> which I oh. just, we'll get into that. But I, I, I liked that I saw a Chicago Tribune article that said something to the effect at the very end where it's like, and then 2,500 students rushed the field, most of them wearing masks. I'm like, okay, right. so you're like a Notre Dame alum or something. Like you're trying to right. make a... The suggestion that while they were being irresponsible, they were also being very responsible. Staunch Catholic, yes. if you will. Yes. So it was a great game. Uh, there was a lot of texting. Uh, Read what side of that, uh, what side of this game were you on? Oh, I was a domer for the day. Honorary <laughs> domer for the day. Did you notice? I I I was waiting for you or Big C D Adam to. Uh, text at one point how positive and supportive I was being. Even after turnovers, I was like, just got to D up, boys. We got this. Just got to D up. <laughs> I did. So wait, just <laughs> what? hold up for a second. This was on your, this was on the other sports. This sports, was on sports. the sports, sports, sports group, ch- group text that you are not yeah, on. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what, though? I don't want to, I don't need, you I don't, don't need, I don't, I don't need those texts. You don't. <laughs> no, especially not during game time. No, not, I, for, not at 10 cents a text. Good so job. How no. does it feel In this to economy? Be, <laughs> how, how's it feel to be a uh, uh, Golden Domer? Did you well, it make, was, what, um, what's the sign that they touch? Make it a great day out there? Yes. yes. Championship Have it your wise. way. Yeah, it's it's your Mick world. That's what it yeah. says. Oh. Hey, it was easy this week because uh, the Crimson Tide were on by. So I didn't really have a rooting interest on Saturday. So I just decided I was going to go ahead and be a good Hoosier and uh, root for the Golden Domers. It was a good game to start rooting for him. That's for sure. I did appreciate that there was... A couple wees in there when during uh-huh. the text. Uh-huh. We can get this back kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, we, we just got a D up. We just yep. got a D yep. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got to feel you know, weird for you. It, it's cool. Turn it over inside the tin. No Multiple problem. Times. Twice. Just, just, Twice. Uh, just D up. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, was, it was a rough game to watch from whistle to whistle. Uh, because of those errors, but I mean, the first the first play, sixty five yard rushing touchdown. Yeah, um, that's how you open. Well, that's how you open, and that's pretty much how you end it, right? I mean, in that yeah. double overtime, um, where Williams had the running back had I think he said uh, like a hundred and forty yards, something like twenty three carries and one hundred and forty mm-hmm. yards. It's good. Line. Both touchdowns in overtime. Uh, so, Rowdy, it, we're talking about the Notre Dame-Clemson game, number one versus number four. Okay. Uh, which I believe was the best matchup of the year so far, right? Because yeah, Bama-Georgia so. was 2-4 or 2-3, but this was 1-4. Mm-hmm. So, Domer's got it done. Yep, they Dropped got it done. The pass. Dropped a pass over the middle. It would have been a first down. Fourth and one. Got called on the offsides, which uh, was ins- not great. In- inside fumbled. the two. Yeah. Inside, inside the, the two. two. Book fumbled. Uh, um, going into the end zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was tied. What does this do for them? So that they were tied 23-23 when Ian Book fumbled. <sighs> it tried to reach over the, the um, well, he was kind of running and starting to push out his hand to get over the, the goal line and, and fumbled. So I thought, well, this is over. But I also thought, this feels right. This, feel, this feels like the way it ends. In fact, uh, I think you texted something to that call. I said, uh, I hate football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just hate it. Yeah, uh, I was kind of flipping around on games, and then like I'd get five or six texts in a row and be like, oh, got to go back to NBC. Something's, <laughs> something's cracking. Something's going down. <laughs> yep. So, so uh, go ahead. Caveat. Go ahead caveat uh clemson was without their uh without goldilocks trevor lawrence their uh, starting quarterback and i believe correct me if i'm wrong here snoop but they had three defensive starters out that game 
Was it three? Okay. I now this is in no way to uh, you know undercut Notre Dame's performance because they were. I, I didn't realize I hadn't watched this, uh, enough ND this year, but I didn't realize uh, y- you you guys have a uh, really good offensive line and a really stout running game, which made me curious during the second half of why you just weren't running the ball. Yeah, that was just clearly run working. Run it down their throats. Yeah, that was clearly working, and I don't know uh, why we got away from that. Because, like I said, the Kyron Williams, or uh, what is it? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Is uh, he had like I said, 140 yards, three touchdowns. I don't know why we got away from that. Uh, I think sometimes coaches out try and like outsmart themselves. It's like that scene cute. in, it's like that scene in um, the Princess Bride, where he's like, I know that you know, so because I know that you know and you know that I know, we're gonna just like play this like mind game. And yeah. the fact that Brian Kelly was 0-7 against top five teams and, like, he's only won three games against top ten teams, I think he – this is, you know, the thing I hate about sports journalism that I'm about to do, but I think he got a little bit of the the, the yips. He got a little nervous. Like, uh, okay, yeah. this is almost working too well, and they know that it's working well, so they think that we're going to go back to the run, so maybe I need to change up what's been working and go to the pass. And it's like you kind of outsmart yourself in those moments. I didn't understand why you got away from what was working. You do it until it doesn't work. Like, don't don't change your strategy because you think something won't work. Change your strategy when the thing doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah, I I I thought that that was very odd. The other surprising thing about it is I thought there were some squirrely calls throughout the game, especially for it being in South Bend when that pass interference call, I think it was in the second half, got overturned because it was on the Clemson sideline and the soulless yeah. Muppet that is Dabo Sweeney that's started a, that's, raising cane yeah. and somehow got the call overturned. I mean, that was absolutely ridiculous. Well, first off, you can't say uh, soulless Muppet is an oxymoron. Puppet, <laughs> fine. But we all know that Muppets have souls, and we actually went over this pre-show. Yeah, um, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about the Fraggles? Hey, man, uh, I'm, I didn't study it. I'm just... It, so, well, that's a good question, Rowdy. So, I mean, I think we should just make the claim right now any, that all Jim, all Jim Henson creations, creations have souls. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can, I, yeah. That's okay. our maxim. Right. If they're part of the Henson Creature Network. Yeah, yeah the Henson universe. The yes. Henson, yeah, the Hensonverse. Then they definitely do. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of crazy, too. And they actually alluded to that on the, on the, the broadcast. Mm-hmm. That as soon as that call was made, uh, that Dabo came out and started screaming like a good Christian man, uh, prosthetizing uh, his ideology mm-hmm. um, to any who would listen, and, and that was overturned. And it's like, no, nah, that's pretty pretty clearly a PI call, right? Oh, I mean, well, no, no question. I, I mean, think if was, you throw the, the flag, yeah, if you throw the flag, uh, there was something that you saw that made you throw the flag. Right. And I don't know how somebody else can come up and say, well, that's not really the way I saw it. Um, so I, I think if you throw the flag, very rarely should a flag be picked up for, for no call. Agreed. Very rarely. If it's just Agreed. like blatant. But if there was something there that made you think that there was a penalty, then you sh- it's, it should stay down. I mean, they should treat flags like gunshots, right? You can't take the bullet back. You shot the dude. So the flag's thrown. There's no going back. Unless it's absolutely... Indi- I mean, if you could, like, replay it like The Matrix, where it's like, ah, yeah, I shouldn't have shot that guy. Let's rewind that. Uh-huh. But, I mean, if it's out there, if the laundry's on the field, we got a problem I mean, here. Technically, Especially, in the, in I'm the pretty Matrix, sure re- there was... They're not, rewi- they're not rewinding. You're misunderstanding bullet time. They're just yes. slowing it down so you I- can react faster. Yeah, I think well, what you're considering. Right, have, point taken. Have, point have taken. either of you seen Funny Games? Uh-uh. No. Both no, the original. No, I remember. No, I remember hearing about that movie, and I was like, "This is not a movie for me." It's, it, <laughs> it is a movie for you. It's no. a fantastic movie. No. Nope. Uh, 
So there is a rewind scene in that. I won't spoil it for you, but yes, it's very much like that. But, uh, I mean, if I remember correctly, there was at least two flags thrown on that play. So, obviously, two officials out of how many officials are there? Five, six, saw it. The back judge, the line judge saw it. They threw it. But it was on Dabo's sideline, and he did. He went eight. He got on his soapbox, started proselytizing, and it was over after that. But, hey, in the end... The Domers came out on top. Yep, they came out on top. Defense looked good. DJ, uh, I'm going to try this. Uagalale? Uagalale? That's pretty looked good. Looked pretty good. Uh, looked really good. He had passed 400, 400, 400 plus yards, but yeah. Travis Etienne, their uh, all-world running back, shut down 28 yards. Yep. So I think, um, you know, we're, we are... Heading towards, there's still an ACC championship game in here, but we are heading towards an Alabama and Notre Dame playoff. Can't wait. Snoop, what's our wager? Uh, it's going to be $0 this year. Cause Last I, time it was 500 Last time you guys wouldn't let me in the house to watch the game. That you is lied, You, first of all, lied to me and told me you were in a different part of the city. You told me you were in Greenwood. And I was, I was looking up Google Maps Southside. on Greenwood oh, yeah, we to told try to we, find... We told him we, uh, we were at Schleyball's. Are you yeah. at Schleyball's house? Yeah. No, so that's, was, no that, you're conflating it. Yeah, that's when you tried to show up to our fantasy draft, mm-hmm. and we gave, and we gave you, you a, the wrong address. We gave address. you a bogus address. Because he had moved. <laughs> oh, okay. Between, All right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, but, yeah. So let's talk. Can we talk about the super spreader event? Do we want to touch well, on yeah. this at all? Yes, I, I would like to touch on that. But first, I would like to give you my perspective as an Alabama fan as to what I saw in this game. And you saw quick, domination, and I that's did all see we domination. Did see. <laughs> it is particularly in the running game and the run defense uh, by the Domers. But what I also saw was that Clemson gave up forty-seven points to a fairly efficient Notre Dame offense, but it leads me to the conclusion that if Clemson and Alabama play, Alabama's going to beat them by 25. Well, yes, and I guess I'd also say another thing I hate in sports journalism, here I go, (laughs) Notre Dame should have beat them by 25. Agreed. You left, what, 14, 17 points on the field, something like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's true. No, uh, it, Notre, it felt like Notre Dame was in control of the game, the whole, like you said, from the get when you busted off that 40-plus yard run. It definitely felt like Notre Dame was in control of the game the entire time. Plus, Clemson, man, we're way north of the Mason-Dixon. They don't know what, what's going on up here. Right. They don't know They're what's like, cracking is up Is this here. noodles or biscuits? What are we doing here? Right. They're like, you do, You guys don't have a building named after Strom Thurmond? What's the <laughs> <Tell> deal <laughs> with that? Tell me more about how South Bend is the Atlantic coast. Tell me more about that. So what's the deal with that big gold guy with his arms up on that building? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, is this the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> yeah. This must be the prosperity gospel. Is this the <laughs> prosperity right. gospel? So Joel Osteen lives here? <laughs> He's the Pope, right? <laughs> oh, dear. But yes, the super spreader event yep. was something else. Notre Dame has had, this is straight from the Chicago Tribune, Notre Dame has had a seven-day COVID-19 positivity rate of 4.1% with 220 active cases on campus. That's the highest caseload this week since students returned in August. What's the student body at Notre Dame? 15? Sexy. 20? Oh, wait, what? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah right around. Sexy. 12 to 15,000. Reverend John, the president, Reverend John Jenkins, uh, asked students to finish the final two weeks of the semester strong but isn't, isn't such a great messenger considering he contracted COVID-19 after attending an event at the White House without a mask. Yeah, for Amy Comey Barrett, right? Yeah. He was in the map room maskless. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. 
I don't know if this event made it all the way to our uh, state health department map. I don't. Have you guys looked at that? The ISDH. Uh, oh no, I haven't. Yeah. So there's a map of all the counties in. I Indiana. know we're popping. Yeah, all the counties in Indiana. And if depending if you're yellow, orange, or red. I'm not yellow. You know, <laughs> never have been. Your your okay brave soul. If you're happy, yellow, though. Ha- happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Uh, thank you for your service. You're welcome. <laughs> there are, if you had a super spreader event, not only does your county turn red, but you get a little asterisk. So I didn't Ooh. check. I should check and see if Elkhart County got that got that special designation. Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa! Tw- You're telling me this game has an asterisk by it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the Balco game. <laughs> I should. I should, I'm gonna look this up and see if my computer just sh- takes off with all of the data that's being uh, analyzed for all this. But yes, so there really crunch in here. We're 25. There was 11,000 folks in the uh, in the stands. 2,500, at least 2,500 stormed the field. Oh yeah. Yes. Hmm. 98% of the 7,000 students identified were tested before the game so those who were in attendance were tested were negative those who didn't test were deactivated so they weren't allowed into the game so allegedly those at the in attendance would not have been exposed except trevor lawrence who missed the game uh you know sunshine from remember the titans also the clemson quarterback (laughs) Was in attendance on the sidelines, wearing his mask like a moron with his with his nose exposed, when yeah. he wasn't talking to DJ, the the backup quarterback. Don't be a he nose just, nudist. Where he where he just pulled down his mask when he was talking to the quarter the, his uh, quarterback. He just pulled down his mask, and then that guy goes out on the field, and is breathing heavy with twenty one other men, as they're rolling man. around in the grass. Man, the hate is strong. And for Trevor Lawrence over here, I don't un, like. And then all those students come and rush the 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 Notre Dame team on the field. So I gotta think that they're they're even though those seven thousand those seven thousand students were tested, there was there is going to be somebody who comes away from that testing positive, and no people doubt. were already exposed to somebody who no had doubt. tested positive. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it said it, was it a also, win. yeah. It also said last week, 114 of 186 new cases were identified through testing asymptomatic in- individuals. So, oh, they're in St. Joseph County, not in Elkhart. What County. I want to know is how does ND have all of these the, where they can test the student body that's coming into the stadium? They got Vatican I mean, this, money. Well, I was going to say, this harkens back to the cell of indulgences. For every coin in the coffer rings, a COVID test springs. <laughs> the hell's the deal with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, got, they got, well, they got swabs down in the catacombs. So it's just I like. I guess so. Yeah, that's, oh man, that's great. Here's so these now rubies Notre Dame, we got from Africa 600 years ago. Get some COVID tests. Yeah. So now Notre Dame, after taking on um, the uh, the Southern Evangelicals of Clemson, are now uh, <laughs> taking going to be taking on the the Jesuits of Boston College. Yeah. Uh, in, instead of uh, convicts versus Catholics, this one was uh, Catholics versus Anabaptists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was it Anabaptist or Cle- is Clemson Anabaptist? For all you religious American religious nerds out there, yes. which I can think of, uh, hmm, one, two, maybe. Yes. Yeah. For that religious nerd listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we just upped our numbers to two people. Oh, so okay. Wait a minute. Sports, so sports, this sports. Is, this is the a, only this is Christian a, sports podcast. This is a callback about here. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. So Thomas Green Clemson, the founder of Clemson, uh-huh. married uh-huh. Anna Maria Calhoun, nice. 
daughter of oh, slaveholder and South Carolina statesman John C. Calhoun. <laughs> oh, we're done. We're the most crazy-eyed vice president. <laughs> Without a doubt. Oh man. That guy's got it. That guy's got a real John Brown face. Hmm. So so Clemson hmm. married a Calhoun? Yeah, married Calhoun's daughter, Anna Maria Calhoun. Wow. Let's, let's see what she looked like. Yeah, she's got the crazy eyes too. Wow. I had no idea. So yep. this goes deep. It goes very deep. Yep. So I gotta and, think there's and it wasn't a deal where it was like I'm gonna marry you so I can get away from my father. According to the Wikipedia, she was one of seven seven children and she adored her father and remained close to him until his death in 1850. Man, I was I told you guys that that book I had read, um, Democracy in Chains. You guys would really enjoy it, especially you, Rowdy, because it goes it goes heavy on John C. Calhoun. Good. It has oh. drag him. It, 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 does, it does not. <laughs> it spares. It spares no ink in uh, in debasing all that is John C. Calhoun. It, you'd enjoy it. Uh, Love it. Man. I'll check that out. So the Cle- this Clemson dude died in 1850. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Thomas Clemson. He died in uh, 1875. Oh. Oh. Yeah. John C. Calhoun died in 1850. Okay, so uh, before before, Clemson, before before the Civil War, Clemson made it through the uh, War of Northern Aggression. Then, mm-hmm. as he would as he would couch it, right, it was states' rights to right. enslave people, but you know, states' mm-hmm. rights nonetheless. Um, we do what we want, right? Well, I wonder if there's a Calhoun building then in Clemson. There's got to be. I know a there's a Strom Thurmond building. Because oh we've gosh. talked about that before. That was what De- DeAndre Hopkins was been out of shape about, I think. That And right. the, the former slave quarters that were on the campus. Correct. Because I think yep. the, the Clemson campus was a former plantation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Old All Tommy Clemson. All that Clems. being said, South Carolina is a beautiful state. Sure. Just look at the trees. Don't look at the history. I don't, you know, I don't know that I've spent... That's the most American thing I think we've ever said on this. Just look at the trees, don't look at the history. See the forest for the trees, not the history. Yes. Not Great. those low-hanging branches with ropes tied on them, right. just right. for the foliage, yes. Right. Whenever yeah. we see those Germans at Death Valley, they're just like, no, we're here for the views. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're here for the uber heat and the views. And <laughs> the views, yeah. <laughs> well, while we're talking about Clemson, uh, I have a headline. No, we're, no sir, we are talking about Thomas Clemson. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, well, while we're in the SEC, I see this headline that says SEC postponed. What's, what's the deal here? This has got my red up, boys, or should I say my crimson up. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the LSU Bayou Bengals has been postponed because your boy, Rowdy, down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's, what's the coach's name? Rochambeau? Uh, I'm blanking. Snoop. Of LSU? Yeah. Coach um, Rochambeau. No, no, I'm flanking. Coach too. Ed Orgeron. Yeah, Ed Orgeron. 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 Ed Orgeron. Obviously, Rowdy, Orgeron doesn't have control of his team because they got a COVID infection that uh, decreased their eligible players under the 50, what, no, not 53, that's NFL, under the eligible scholarship it is 50-something, I think, that you have to have scholarship players to be eligible in the F- mm. SEC to play currently. Uh, they got infected, so the Alabama-LSU game is postponed, which really sticks in my crawl because Alabama was going to go to Death Valley in Baton Rouge at night and beat LSU by 40, but that's not going to happen this weekend. Also in the SEC, the A&M game got canceled because A&M had a breakout. Uh, And I believe there was one other game canceled in the SEC this week. There's six teams inactive in the SEC this week on top of the teams that are on by. So I think there are only like six teams that are playing in the SEC this week. I think this is the first first, uh, wave of SEC cancellations 
that's happened for big name programs. Like Missouri Vandy got the, canceled. Besides the Florida uh, Florida A and M game, I think. Yeah, yeah. So this this is some of the first big. This is the first big wave that we're seeing. Yeah, for sure. Cancellation. Are they planning on making them up? Do you know? Because I know I in the Big Ten, in the Big Ten, there's the, because they started late. If a game's canceled, there's no making it up. So at this point, like let's say was in the case of Wisconsin, I think they have to. If they get another game canceled, they will not be bowl eligible, even if they go undefeated, because they won't have six wins. Because they won't have oh, played six games. Oh, you better you better keep it inside with that mask on, poison nuts. Yep. Yeah. Boy, that no, wouldn't that I, be a shame? I do not think at this point it has been determined whether or not the Bama LSU game will be replayed because LSU is already committed to a December, I believe December 12 or December 19 game versus Florida. That is a makeup game. Oh, right. Which I think is after the SEC championship which at this point impacts Florida because Georgia got trounced this week. So they're out of the championship game. So at this point, the matchup is uh, Alabama-Florida for yep. the SEC championship. Because Florida so trounced I don't know, Georgia. I don't know whether it's going to get made up or not. And if this affects Alabama's chances at a college football playoff appearance, you're going to hear me howling for days. Uh. Yes, a couple things. Uh, Florida, yeah, did trounce Georgia. And, Rowdy, I'm only, I'm only saying this because I think you would at least enjoy this. The unofficial name of that uh, rivalry that takes place in Jacksonville every year. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's called the World's Largest Outdoor Cocktail Party. The Cocktail Party. Which is just like a pretty cool name. I, I was actually I was at Lowe's uh, getting some, some lumber because I'm very handy. Um and, and you wanted your lumber a, to turn corners? <laughs> That's right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can this teeter? <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Uh, oh geez. Now we're a lumber now we're a lumber podcast. <laughs> well, we both have construction projects underway. Yeah. So there was a guy there in like full on uh, Georgia guard, and I asked him, I said, Aren't you supposed to be at a cocktail party? He thought that was funny. Yeah, That's it. That's I bet the end he of my did. Story. Uh, do you think cocktail party? Do you think Florida and Georgia? <laughs> do, do you think do you think drinks or do you think cocktail wieners with the toothpick with the fancy colorful cellophane on the end? Oh, well, I get confused I, because the SEC has a team called the Gamecocks, so it kind of it kind of mashes everything up. Well, uh. not a cock party, a cocktail party. Cocktail yeah. party, but Gamecocks Why, have tails you, as well. What do you think of Rowdy? I think of the cocktail weenies. You look at the weenies. Hmm. Over drinks, but with the fancy, but with the fancy. Uh, no, I yeah. get you. Oh yeah, for sure. But with the fancy. Uh, but you got sausages on the mind rather than like uh, Remy Martins or something. Yeah. 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 Instead okay. of a, a nice uh, Negroni, you're thinking yeah. of a nice <laughs> yeah. Wieneroni. What's that That's Chicago how- drink? No, Malort. <laughs> Malort, yeah. No. Yeah, that's how I wow out. <laughs> stand me, stand me next here to the, out. Yeah, stand me next to the cocktail weenies. I'm gonna collect these toothpicks for later use and then just for don't talk to, don't 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 talk to me. When you got all that weenie stuck in your teeth, yeah. is that where the, that comes in hey. handy? Hey, collecting the toothpicks isn't a bad idea. There was a uh, bar here in A-Town that I frequented quite often in college, and I used to keep my straws because I always thought they overcharged me. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good trick. <laughs> like, you have nine gin and tonics, sir. Well, You're I like, only what? have four straws, and I'm walking out of here, so <laughs> I object. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I never thought of it as a cocktail weenie party. No, I guess that's but a they are a bunch of weenies. That's a different crowd entirely. Hey, also breaking news, um, not really breaking, but uh, two things I forgot to mention. Tell us, Wolf. One, one, 
<laughs> yes. Breaking news. Let's go back to the thing we just talked about and nothing's changed. Oh my gosh. Breaking news. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Breaking news. Here's our corporate sponsors. Cialis. Uh, <laughs> Clemson had a 38 game winning streak that was Ooh, broken. Longest in football. By Notre Dame. Second wow. thing uh, Clemson's honors program. Was called uh, was named after John C. Calhoun. So C C average is honors, apparently. But it's that's John, it was that's the John C. Going. Calhoun honors honors program. So they're at, they're trying to rename it. So that's just found that not, out. Yeah, they should. That's not an honor. <laughs> no, sir. No, John C. <laughs> Calhoun, you canceled. <laughs> yeah, we canceled him a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know who well, they, John C. Calhoun looks like? Tell us. I don't even know. Babu Frick from uh, uh, the new Star Wars. Which one's Babu Frick? I'm going to look up John Cena. I'm going to look up John Cena. I just was thinking uh, you were talking about Baba Booey from the Howard Stern show. Wait, from the new new Star Wars, like the Mandalorian? No, like The Last Jedi. I have still is that the name? Is that that Rise of Sky- I I can't remember. It was the, it was a really bad one. Rise of the, Skywalker. Okay. With the weird hair, I don't know. He he'd have to have his eyes open a little wider though. I guess I don't know. Bad bad analogy. Anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> while we're in the south, you got, you want to talk about TB12 here? I heard you sure set do. another milestone. What's what's going on? Did anyone else revel in the honor? Of watching, what was it? Sunday night Snoop or Monday night? I can't remember now. I, no, it was Sunday night. The yeah. Sunday night game between <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the who they play? New uh, Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. Yeah, New that's Orleans. Them. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I watched Feinbaum today, and all the callers said New Orleans, so it got stuck in my head. And don't act like you and Big City Adam didn't watch Fine Bomb today either, Snoop. But, I don't uh, watch Fine Bomb. <laughs> Fine, uh, here's what happens: like this is the, the Fine Bomb is more than anything else in my life. Fine Bomb is the car wreck of of instance. Can't look of, away. Of moments. No, no, no. It's more that like there is a there is a clear cut uh, uh, person at fault. I'm just walking <laughs> and enjoying my life. And all of a sudden, like Paul Feinbaum agent. comes in. Yes. <laughs> he comes and hits me. I didn't go looking for Paul Feinbaum. I stopped. I looked both ways. I went ahead. Officer, this is a clear-cut case. Allow me to explain. <laughs> Allow me to explain. I walked into the break room, and the TV was on, and it was Paul Feinbaum. I saw him and immediately got angry. This is not my fault. I did not seek out this anger. I did not seek out this emotion. Paul Feinbaum hit me with the anger bomb. That's what happens. The best That's part it, about the best part about the Fine Bomb show is the live tweets that go across the Chiron at the bottom, and they always spell Paul P A W L. That's the best part of the whole show. Oh man, where were we even going with this? I don't, I don't know. know. You were watching Fine Bomb. You <laughs> TB twelve. Oh yes, thank you, Rowdy. TB twelve. So what we saw on. Sunday night versus the uh, Saints was TB12's worst game of his career. All right, so really? let me give you let me give you his line. The last Sunday night versus New Orleans, Tom Brady was 22 for 38 with 209 yards passing and three interceptions, zero touchdowns wow. in a 38 to 3 loss to the Saints in Tampa. This was not in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, also uh, where a bunch of people died during Hurricane Katrina, but Mm, this was at Raymond James Stadium (laughs) in Rowdy's future retirement spot, (laughs) Tampa, Florida. Championship City. Uh, Championship City. Golf cart and all. (laughs) Rowdy's going to have one of those golf golf carts with triple gold Ds, 150 spoke Dayton's on his golf cart. It's going to look like a 57 Chevy. (laughs) That's the one I want. I've seen them. I've seen them in there. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So I got curious and I looked up some of the stats for the worst games ever played 
by, what do I have here, four of the future Hall of Fame quarterbacks that have played in the NFL over the last, uh, what, 15 to 20 years. So we'll start at the top here with Peyton Manning. These are surefire Hall of Famers, not Philip Rivers. All of them them are surefire Hall of Famers. Gotcha. So we'll start with Peyton Manning as a Denver Bronco. Uh, November of 2015 versus Kansas City. Peyton Manning went 5 for 20 for 35 yards and four interceptions uh, in a 29-13 to 13 loss. That was the worst game of his career. Worst game of Drew Brees' career. 2012 versus the Atlanta Falcons. This was their second matchup of the year because they are divisional opponents. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees went... 28 for 50, threw the ball 50 times, 28 for 50, for 341 yards, five interceptions in a 23-13 loss with zero touchdowns. That's the common denominator here. Zero touchdowns for every one of these quarterbacks. So... So one in every 10 of his passes ended up with the other team. <laughs> was an interception. Yes, 10% of his passes were interceptions. Yeah. Correct. I like uh, that. Aaron Rodgers, December of 2014 versus Buffalo. 17 for 42 for 185 yards and two interceptions in a 21-13 loss. Notice that they always lose by 13 because they get a rushing touchdowns and the kickers are busy. And the kickers, yeah. Kickers always got to get in there. That's right. And finally... And, unless Rapis- you're Tom Brady. That's right. And finally, a 2017 matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Ben Rapisberger, 33 for 55 for 312 yards, five interceptions in a 23-9 loss, zero touchdowns thrown. Wow. So in terms of yardage, uh, in these five games, Tom Brady's yard, yardage was the third lowest, right in the middle. Uh, his interceptions were the fourth lowest with three, because we had two fives and a four. And his attempts were uh, middling, right about number three with 22 for 38. But I don't know about you, Snoop. I don't know if you watched this game. Rowdy, I know you didn't watch this game. I did not. But this game was absolutely delicious. I didn't watch a single second of this game. Oh, you missed it. It's worth watching it in replay. I think this was day two or day three of me working on the back deck. On your deck project? I was in bed by like 9 o'clock. Which I was disappointed after I heard this, like just for the schadenfreude of the whole thing. I think I would have probably enjoyed it. Uh, Oh, yeah. The first three series for Tampa Bay were three and outs. The third three and out ended in an interception. Then an interception driving down to score right before the half, which is Tom Brady's bread and butter when he was with Bill Belichick, threw a pick right before the half. Came back out in the second half, which I think the halftime score was 31 to 0. Came back out for the, yeah, in the first possession right. of the second half, pick. And then after that, New Orleans just decided he can't throw it to anybody. Let's just start teeing off. And he probably got sacked three times in the second half. Who are you throwing it, it to? It was so Nobody. awesome. It was so awesome. I will I mean, say, we had like. Helmet slamming on the sideline, Tom Brady throwing the. Uh, what's your. Uh, what's the Windows pad, Rowdy? The surface, surface tablet. The surface, the surface <laughs> went flying. Like it was, it was awesome. Okay, so a uh, couple things I want to point out. One, Ian Book was twenty-two for thirty-eight, but I think he had like three hundred and forty yards. Yeah, and only and a couple one touchdowns. Pick, right? So twenty-two yeah. for thirty-eight. Mm, yeah, yeah, but not. Te- I mean, not good, but not terrible. Like not. I guess I should right. say if you're if you're if you have that passing completion, it's possible to win the game. Hell, it's possible to throw a touchdown. It's possible to be successful at that rate. Uh, so you just have to be like let really me bad at all facets of the game if you're going to lose <laughs> yes. throwing twenty two for thirty eight. 
And let me ask you this. Is Ian Book yep. considered the greatest of all time? <laughs> uh, Notre Dame he is. He has uh, uh, only... Uh, I, I'm laughing, oh, but I don't know who this guy is. Probably. <laughs> it's the Notre Dame probably quarterback. Only surpassed okay. by one Brady Quinn. Uh, mm-hmm. So the second thing I want to point out, how many interceptions did Brady have? Three? Three. Three. Okay, so he's he's entering Nate Peterman territory because in 2017, <laughs> in one of the greatest accomplishments ever in uh, football, Nate Peter, Peterman went for uh, six for 14 uh, with zero touchdowns and five interceptions. So <laughs> five interceptions. 30, 38, 39% interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 38% of his passes went to the other team. The other team. So Too he was actually... considered completions. And that's what I was going to say. If you consider those completions, he was 11 for 14. Yeah, that's, like a, hell that's, of a, that's a hell of a that, ratio. Yeah, That's a hell of a... And they only lost 24 to 54. So they were still able yeah. to score 24 points. But yes, he, he completed uh, 11 of his passes, but unfortunately only half of those... Just over half were to his own team. That's so awesome. he's entering Peterman territory here. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was so awesome. It, I mean, I thought, ah, I'm not going to watch this game. And then, oh, Brady goes three and out. Oh, Jets score. Okay, Brady goes three and out. Jets score again. Whoa, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then it just got out at 38, or not Jets, sorry, New Orleans. 38 Saints, yeah. to three, uh, which is the in in terms of the stats I looked up, that's the worst loss out of all of them, because three yeah. of them got thirteen, one got nine, and then Brady gets three. And you know what? I was coming into this game, I had told myself, you know what? It's twenty twenty. Tampa Bay's defense is nasty. They got Tom Brady. The damn Buccaneers are going to get to the Super Bowl, and it's going to piss me off. It's going to be a Tampa Bay, Kansas City, or Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh Super Bowl, and it's going to be unwatchable. But right now, Bruce Arians got a lot of work cut out for him mm-hmm. because I'll tell you what, Charlie Batch isn't sitting there holding the, the clipboard for Tom Brady. It's yep. J-Boo. Yep. You don't get no, uh, no. No, it's not. No, check that. Jay Boo is for uh, he's, New Orleans. He's a saint. Which yeah. he got in the game. He played about 12 minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, those smooth Rudys aren't doing, uh, aren't getting them any points on the board. <laughs> they sure aren't, but I'll tell you what. Team. Whoever invented the smooth Rudy with the Andy Reid visor connection deserves a prize because that, it, it just, visually, it just works. <laughs> Aesthetically, it just works. Yeah. Hey, speaking of aesthetic. Haters. 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 Taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smothered, covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Hey, Rowdy, how, how you doing, buddy? Good. How'd I do? Uh, how much money what? did I get? Just get uh, last to it. For last week's games. How'd Quit you ticking do around, your... Snoop. Give us the scores. <laughs> How'd you do in your John C. Calhoun historical reenactors competition? <laughs> right. First Nailed place. It. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. First place. You know more about that man than anybody. That uh, beard is Calhounian. Maybe. Yeah, it is. it's getting there. It's getting there. It's definitely Reconstruction era, no doubt. <laughs> no, it's looking good. Ha- hey, Rowdy, uh, hey. wanted to go over a couple things with you just real quickly. Okay. Mostly five games you picked last week. See how you did, and then uh, you know what? I thought I'd, we'd do something different this week. Oh. Uh, I think I think we'd pick five NFL games. What do you think? Uh, okay. I like I mean, it. How's this is How's this gonna affect my earnings? I really like uh, the new format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to see how you do, and then we'll judge the old format versus the new format. Okay. Yeah. How's that sound? Wait, I was doing NFL games. You were doing NFL games. I was wondering if you would pick up on that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you got it, guys. Not getting guys. anything by General Calhoun. 
Yeah, uh, I actually had the uh, over on you wouldn't get it for a minute, so I lost that bet. <laughs> cool. I, but uh, but I nailed the prop bet of, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I nailed the prop uh, bet of the, hey, wait a minute. I was doing NFL games. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you, did, you did have that. You did have, hey, wait a minute for plus 500. Uh, so here we go. Week nine. Here's how you did. Rowdy, okay. you had uh, Green Bay going to San Francisco on the yes. Thursday night game. The spread was San Francisco plus seven. You picked Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you covered 34-17. Green Bay wins. Yeah, power Sunday, people. Sunday, 1 o'clock, you had Baltimore beating Indianapolis. The spread is two and a half. Uh, Baltimore did win 24-10, so that's a Ball win. game. Yep. Sunday, 4 o'clock games, you had... Pittsburgh beating Dallas. Dallas was a 14-point underdog at home. Pittsburgh won. Congrats. But they only won by five, 24 Is that 19. who I picked? You did pick Pittsburgh, but they did not cover. Because that spread is the 14 points. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a big spread. Yes, that's what it we tried to tell you. It is a large, especially okay. in uh, pro football. Yes. Okay. Yes, in the professional game. Sunday primetime. <laughs> We've already covered this game. New Orleans went to Tampa Bay to Raymond James Stadium, and nobody uh, walks excuse into Raymond me, James excuse Stadium. Excuse me, excuse me. It's New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Powell. <laughs> Powell. Uh, you picked New Orleans to win, and uh, they covered 38-3, to so that's a win for you, buddy. Okay. And finally, Booyah. Monday in prime time, supremacy of the AFC East was on the line when New England went all the way to the Meadowlands to face the Giants. I'm what sorry, a garbage the Jets game. of New what Jersey. A game. You picked it was so bad. You know, you oh know what's God. funny? You asked me if I watched the New Orleans Tampa Bay game. I didn't. You but did I not. Did watch, but you watched the Jets. I watched bits and pieces of the of the Pats Jets. That's your Pennsylvania kept, blood coming out of you, and your it, your Joe Flacco love. My Flacco <laughs> love, yeah, yeah. Who would have thought Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco is still a starting quarterback in 2020, and Joe Biden is our future president. What a 2008 year we're having! What? what yeah, exactly. Delaware, <laughs> Delaware connection. What a 2008 year we're having. Uh, New England was your pick, uh, and New oh, England man, the was drone the winner. Strikes are coming. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and. not with Joe Flacco. They're not. And you <laughs> lost because. The, <laughs> The spread was seven and a half. They did not cover. So you went uh, three and two on the week. Hey, it's still a winning week, buddy. Okay. There's, there's always next week, which is this week, and here we go. I like how okay. disinterested he is. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, I'm, I'm, I, uh, he's completely I'm over it. this concept. This whole concept <laughs> he really he's is, over. It's played out. Yes. <laughs> not yet, buddy. It's week 10. Okay. <laughs> you got seven more weeks seven and the playoffs. Seven more to go. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> and the and the possibility of an expanded playoffs. That's Thursday, true. your Indianapolis Coats, go Coats, go to Tennessee Titans in Nissan Stadium. This is a pick 'em, Rowdy. This is oh my this is God. your What's dream. That mean? This is your dream come true. This is there is, this no, is it, Rowdy. There is no spread in this game right now. Wait, why, why would there why would there not be a spread? It's even. It's even. So what ended up happening is Indy opened at plus one and a half, or yeah. t- Tennessee down one and a half. But there was so much money on one side of the game that uh, toward they what moved side of the game? For, they there was money on Tennessee, <laughs> so they were trying to move the line to make more money move to the other side, and now it's turned into a pick'em. It's like a basically rowdy. This is your dream because not even Las Vegas knows who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be the Titans. Correct. Well, Rowdy, Rowdy, <laughs> Rowdy knows. Yes. Yep. All right. Is so, Phil Rivers starting? It's going to be the Titans. Yeah. Uh, you thought. Gonna, he, I, you thought three interceptions was, gonna was a lot. fall down again. I saw yeah. that on Twitter. He got tackled by a ghost. You saw yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil Rivers Boy. called. Phil Rivers called Tom Brady and said, three interceptions. Hold my root beer." <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> when he got when he fell down, he looked like he was in a 1920s juke joint dancing with a flapper. He just fell over. <laughs> he just fell up. <laughs> yep. 
He's like, one too many Din Rickies for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, hey, uh, I didn't oh, know I could right, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, 1 o'clock, Houston goes to Cleveland to face the Browns on Lake Erie, one of the Great Lakes, if I remember correctly. Cleveland is a three-point favorite in this game. Really? Uh, okay. Minus well, three. We'll go Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland? I didn't think. I thought they were terrible, but okay. Once again, uh, well, Rowdy, Rowdy's picking against himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not. They're not great. They're five and three. You just got to go spread. with your gut. That's what my gut's telling me. Uh, what okay. I'm hearing is you love Baker Mayfield, which hey, go mm-hmm. for it, Boomer Center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the games, Denver comes off of their high horse and heads to Las Vegas to the desert. Uh, Nicely uh, done, the, sir. The Raiders, yeah. I don't even write this stuff out. It just comes I to know me. you don't. I mean, it's just off the cuff. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's thoroughly impressive. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> Las Vegas, four-and-a-half-point favorite uh, for supremacy in the, N- Wait, in the AFC West. How do you have a half-point in football? You don't have a half-point in football. So you why you even half, You have a half-point in Las Vegas. Well, because... Uh, oh man, see, I almost fell in that there? trap where I was like, going to actually try and explain this. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just to decide if, like, if it's four points, one side wins. If it's five points, the other side wins. That way, there's no push. If That's it's, right. If it, if they would set uh, it at one I'm number, I'm not getting it. Let's move on. Uh, well, you got to make your pick. Raiders. Raiders. Okay, Las Vegas. Okay. The other thing, and I'm regretting that I even said the other thing, is four <laughs> is one of the magic numbers. That you want to put money on, so the, make it four and a, a half. Yeah, oh, yep. So you well, more games end in four, so you uh, don't end them. End in four. End in four. So you don't want to be on those magic numbers because you can't get a four. Wait, am I on one of those magic numbers? You're not on magic. A, a four and a half. You're, you're not on a magic number. Okay. It's magic. Uh, Sunday, primetime, Baltimore Ravens, fresh off of their drubbing of the Colts, go to New England, fresh off their squeaker of a win against the Jets. Yeah, Uh, that was brutal. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite in this one. Rowdy, who you got? Seven points, huh? Mm -hmm. That's a magic number. A lot of games end in seven. Yep. So you either want to go above or below that number. Do you want to know where the line started, as if that'll help you? As if no. you'll know what I'm talking about? It won't okay. help me. I'll just go Ravens. Ravens? That's, a, that's, Ravens. that's the correct choice. You think so? Okay, good. <laughs> and, yep. it, and if the, you're right, uh, okay, Baltimore. And finally, Monday in primetime, the Minnesota Vikings, the Yikings, uh, go to Chicago to Soldier Ooh. Field. The monsters of the midway. Chicago is a two and a half point underdog at home. Hmm. Rowdy, who you got? Plus two five. Yeah, and their vaunted defense that's able to stop the run, which is what Minnesota likes to do. Boy, they don't even like to do it. They're excellent at it. Two and a half points is not that much. How about Vikings? Mm. Because you think okay, that's an interesting pick. I don't the like over/under on that like game that? is forty-four. So, it's, what? You think the Bears? Mm, I do. Yeah, I think I think Chicago is going to be able to to win this game. Well, I Just guess outright. We'll see. Yes, we I guess will. We're wrong. Thought you were going right, to change Rowdy? it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess future me tells me I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here's what we got. You got Tennessee over Indianapolis. That's a pick 'em. You got Cleveland over Houston. Uh, you're laying those three points. Denver and Las Vegas. You've got Las Vegas again, going with the favorite. Uh, Baltimore over New England minus seven, uh, and finally Minnesota over Chicago minus two and a half. You picked, except for the first one, which was a pick 'em. You again picked all of the favorites. So we talked about this pre-show yeah. but you tend you tend to lay those points well yes. i'm also thinking take the if, if if i'm seeing a viking fighting a bear i'm kind of going with the mascot thing too because a viking seems stronger than a bear i'm Bears glad you said that i'm glad you said that rowdy because i was going to regret regret this question but now i'm yeah. going to ask it is what kind <laughs> of logic do you use in your picks and you're Gut. using the logic from season one 
mascots versus mascots. Yeah, gut. It's gut, but I would say it's informed by it's mascots. Gut. It's gut. I've yeah. never watched a football could be, game. Could be it's team. Gut. Could be team colors. It could be. <laughs> Thank could you. Be All right, that's what I thought. In, places in the country I like better. Mm-hmm. But do you know um, the team colors? Not necessarily, but Vikings <laughs> are purple, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Vikes. Yeah. Yeah, and the Bears are like the poop brown and orange. No, nope. they're blue. That's that's the Browns. <laughs> navy blue, blue and, blue and navy orange. Navy blue and orange. Really? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think my thing poop with the brown. Bears is Mike Ditka, and also there was a kid who was super into the Bears in uh, my elementary school. And he Greenfield, wore, Indiana. Uh, yeah, and he always wore bears-themed sweatsuits that were all just kind of like, you know, they get gross and ripped up and stuff from playing kickball and whatnot. So he's just in these ratty uh, bears sweatsuits. It just kind of left a bad impression. So mm. that's why Vikings. It's good to know. So like so I said, it's it's the gut. These are the things that go into those decisions, though. That's just, all right. just how I feel. So I was going to make an o- overarching statement about how, like, uh, sports seep their way into our lives even when we don't notice it because you were talking about the the colors of the teams mm-hmm. then you got the team colors wrong so i that obviously <laughs> holds no water at this point but just so i'm clear on the second point you're saying it was that a class you question <laughs> <laughs> yes you question the professionalism of the of the chicago bears because there was a kid in your elementary school who looked ratty am i right. am i following the logic we have yeah, laid out before the, us he had it was he a dirty uh, he, was he was a dirty he had the he had the it wasn't a long mullet it was a short it was a shorter mullet but yeah it just left a bad taste in my mouth i didn't put the, his mullet in my that's mouth that's what she said metaphorically speaking <laughs> is it isn't a short mullet just a long mullet waiting to happen i mean uh, like don't i don't know i haven't seen get... any recent pictures of him but uh, okay. i don't know it's an okay. in utero well, mullet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All mullets matter. <laughs> I mean, listen. I couldn't. I to to give the guy credit. I was at the same time wearing like coals uh, th- on. You had a San Jose Sharks uh, starter jacket. Around how the much, same time, around the same time, I had. Uh, how much no fear are you wearing at this point? <laughs> none, none. It was very Johnson. little, very yeah. little branding. I had a Batman <laughs> Returns. Brand. I had a Batman Returns T-shirt that was like in neon colors. <laughs> it was pretty cool. A lot of ne- okay. I was wearing a lot of bright neon colors at this yes. time. So were you a bum equipment well, aficionado? No, uh, the only the only brand I ever uh, I ever got was probably bugle boy but that's just because we went to the outlet mall what about union bay did you ever rock in a union oh bay? union bay that no, was that that i don't, I don't even brand. remember that brand that was cold well if it was Coles, then probably yeah right because that tended to be where my school shopping trips ended up yeah i don't remember my early school shopping trips i do remember my later school shopping trips uh which was uh which was just a constant comment of hell no we're not buying that <laughs> pretty much yeah i was just saying like it was it what are you was out the, of your the, mind there's the, nothing yes, wrong the, with the pants you got on the underlying uh theme was uh how much is it going to take you to have you stop asking <laughs> and it was usually stopped around forty dollars <laughs> And then, and then Leah was like, all right, here's your $40. Go buy whatever you need for school. I'm like, okay, so is this like school clothes and supplies? Or is this like, is the supplies money coming? Or how are we Pencils? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. This should last There is no negotiation like a crippled negotiation. I've borne witness to that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you thought you were a lowballed, well, yeah. just wait. Think again, sir. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How about zero? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I hey, have no hey, idea Rowdy. how to gauge that. <laughs> yes. Well, Rowdy, as always, thank you for playing. Viva! Viva! Oh, 
Haters. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports episode 165. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Gentlemen, it's a sad week. We lost a colleague this week, a broadcasting oh. colleague, a legend. Alex Trebek of mm. Jeopardy oh, fame yeah. died at the age of 80. So since we're all in the same broadcasting union, we, uh, tip, our, we tip our caps and hold up an uh, uh, ice-cold khaki to Alex Trebek. Yep. As, as fellow SAG-AFTRA members. Uh, That's yeah. right. I'll yeah. never forget that day we weren't at the same um, at the same banquet with Alex Trebek. Uh, <laughs> we weren't in attendance, but he was there, and he didn't buy me a drink and said, "Kid, you've got something something special." Can you believe how good he looked at age eighty? I know. I could not believe that he was 80 years old. Yeah. I'd take Alex Trebek any day of the Alex, week. Alex Trebek could bench press Joe, Joe Biden. Well, well you know what it is? But he could have. I'm pretty yeah, sure Alex Canuck. Trebek is Canadian. Yeah, all that all that uh, socialized medicine has done him well. Yeah, what yep. was the... Yeah, there's something... I, I Was it hormone therapy? Or, I mean, there has to be something. Or just good genetics. But, man... Oh, yeah. he's he's his, it was just his intrinsic, inquisitive nature. Every yeah, time he talked to well, anybody, they just asked him questions. Never yep. stop learning. That's the yeah. that's that's the key. Look he here, sharp be, mind. Be, be a lifelong one. learner. <laughs> yeah, he had a sharp mind. He was on that Mediterranean diet, uh, oh. and he was on that uh, Frank Thomas slash Jimmy Johnson tea juice. Oh, there it is. He rubbed yeah. that on. Find his, us on his fo- his forearms were greased up. <laughs> yep. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports sports sportspod at gmail dot com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, "How about some sports?" or What are sports? Yeah.